You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. The Prophet ﷺ sustained a number of injuries. And Imam Sadiq states, when the Prophet was injured, such as his forehead breaking and the blood gushing or his teeth breaking or his lips being slit. And Imam Sadiq says, when the blood would gush from the body of the Prophet, he would collect the blood in his hand. And then once his hands became full with the blood, he would throw it towards the sky. And Imam Sadiq states, If one drop of that blood were to be spilled on the ground, the adab of Allah, the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have destroyed the people. Just like Imam Hussain did the same thing when his infant was killed. It was such an act of aggression that had the blood reach the ground, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have punished them. And then in those moments, in those moments when the Prophet did this, because people realized that the Prophet threw the blood towards the sky because he didn't want the blood to fall on the earth because Allah would punish them. One of his companions told him, Ala tad'u alayhim? Ya Rasulullah, why don't you ask Allah to destroy them? What did he say? Allahumma hdi qawmi fa'annuhum la ya'lamun. Oh Allah, guide my people. Even in those final moments, of the battle where the Prophet is, is bleeding profusely, he still asked Allah to guide his people. Look at the rahmah and the compassion of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi. When there were rumors that were spread in the battlefield that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa has been killed, the news reached Medina. People started spreading rumors in Medina that the Prophet is now in the battlefield and he has just been killed. One hadith states Iblis is the one who delivered the news. He spread the news that Muhammad has been killed. Lady Fatima Safiya, the aunt of the Prophet. These women from Bani Hashim, they will really, really saddened to hear this. One hadith states Lady Fatima came rushing, putting her head, her hand on her head so concerned that something happened to Rasulullah along with Safiya, she rushed to the battlefield. She came to the battlefield in order to see what happened, but she was very happy to see the Prophet alive and she assisted the Prophet with his wounds. Basically she said, I was washing the wounds of the Prophet, but I realized that when I would wash the wound, more blood would flow. So she took some straw mats and she burned it such that it became ashes. She said, I put those ashes with a band and I put it on the wound of the Prophet and instantaneously, you know, the wound would stop bleeding. And in the past, by the way, this was one way of treating those injured in the battlefield. Because when you burn something, effectively, if it's just been burned now, there is no bacteria in it, right? Due to the flames of the fire. So that was a way of sterilizing the bandages, right? To burn something immediately like a straw mat and then apply that to the 
uh, wound, it would aid in the uh, stopping of the bleeding. So Lady Fatima did play a role for Imam Ali السلام, for the Prophet in helping with those wounds. But it was really a tragic day. I mean in Medina everyone started crying. They really thought that the Prophet uh, could have been killed. Now as for those who physically assaulted the Prophet, all of them had an evil fate, bad fate. One of them was Ibn Qami al-Layfi or Ibn Qami al-Layfi. Basically he struck the Prophet on his hand. He wounded the hand of the Prophet. Utbah ibn Abi Waqqas, he struck the Prophet with his sword, he cut the lips of the Prophet and a number of them really, you know, um, harassed the Prophet physically. All of them had an evil fate in terms of dying. For example, Ibn Qam'a, there are two reports of what happened to him. One report states whenever he would pass by a tree after Uhud, the tree with one of its branches would basically injure him and take a chunk of his flesh. Historians, historians in Mecca would report this, that Ibn Qami'ah, this is what would happen to him after Uhud, for what he did to the Prophet And then the way that he died is on the final day he was lying down in a nearby you know, hillside or mountainside, when a goat came that had horns, he was sleeping, the goat attacked him and it basically just stabbed him with its horn. Um, it, it took, the, the horn landed, you know, basically in his throat, and that's how he was killed. So all those who physically assaulted the Prophet this was their fate. This is what happened to them. A question over here: Did the Prophet ever kill anyone in the battlefield, or anyone in his life? We don't have any report of the Prophet ever killing anyone. However, what happened is Ubay ibn Khalaf, one of the pagans of Mecca, once he had seen the Prophet in Mecca when the Prophet was in Mecca. It seems Ubay ibn Khalaf had a horse and he was feeding the horse some hay. When the Prophet passed, he told him, Ya Muhammad, you know what I'm doing? He told him, what are you doing? He told him, this horse, I'm feeding it so one day I'll kill you. Meaning I'll fight you one day on it. The Prophet told him, no, I will be the one to kill you according to this version. Or I will be the one who will cause your death. They knew Muhammad would never say anything that's false. That kept ringing in his ears. So on the day of Uhud, he came, he saw the Prophet kind of lonely. So he came to attack the Prophet. He came to attack the Prophet The Prophet in a swift move with his sword, he defended himself, he couldn't kill the Prophet. With a swift move, the Prophet scarred his body. Just a little scar. <laughs> he went back to Abu Sufyan and he started shaking and panicking. Abu Sufyan basically told him, what's the matter with you? You didn't do anything to you. It's just a little scar. But he kept shaking out of fear that the Prophet struck him and he remembered the Prophet told him, no, I'll kill you. You're not the one who's going to kill me. Out of extreme fear, then and there in front of Abu Sufyan, he falls and he dies. This man was Ubay ibn Khalaf.
So even him, really, the Prophet did not kill him. He came to kill the Prophet, the Prophet defended himself, the Prophet scratched him, haram. The Prophet scratched him, but out of that immense fear, he ended up dying. So we don't have any historical record of the Prophet actually like murdering someone or killing someone or you know beheading someone. We don't have you know something like that.